Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first show. My name is Frank Mankin. I'm joined, as always, by my beautiful co-host, Joe Murray. Hello, Frank. This is the second time that we're <laughs> recording the intro, because apparently... <laughs> I'm incompetent. Brain doesn't work. <laughs> Brain does not work. Yeah. Hey, what do you think about lighting today? Uh, it's it's out there. It's out there. It is different, and it is out there. It was, uh, I think we initially started with wanting it to be Smurf green. Smurf, Smurf green. <laughs> Smurf blue. Yeah. I'm from the alternate universe where Smurfs are green. <laughs> ultimate <That's> Smurf. <laughs> Smurf. Smurniverse. 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 That's uh, the <laughs> SCU. Yeah, okay. The Smurf Cinematic Universe. Smurnomatic? The Smurnomatic. Smurnomatic. It doesn't matter. No, it is just Smurf Cinematic Universe. Yeah, but shortened it would be Smurnomatic Universe. We don't have a guest this week, so welcome back to the Fro Show from like July last year where it's just Joe and I mm-hmm. talking about things. Um, we did have a guest lined up and it was going to be a lovely episode, but unfortunately they had to drop out uh, two days ago, which is two weeks ago when this episode comes out. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, had the de- we had the decision uh, between either not doing an episode this week, because we're currently a week ahead, not doing yep. an episode this week and, and being back on like a regular schedule or doing a 30-minute like casual filler episode where uh, where it's just us talking. So yeah. I said to Joe, I said, we're going to film an episode anyway. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it. It'll be like old times and we'll fill, we'll fill 30 minutes and we'll do great. Yeah, cool. So this let's, is that. Let's fill 30 minutes this and is, do great. This is that. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think it could be fun to talk a little bit about like how the podcast has changed mm. over the past. Uh, on a side note, before we get into that, as a side note, I'm really excited for this episode because I have to do zero, like net zero editing. Yeah, I true. get to I get to sync the audio to the video, <laughs> cut the start, cut the end, upload, and I'm done. That's done. it. It'll be great. I'm so excited. That'll anyway, be good. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about how the podcast has changed since we've started having guests on, um, and you know, so much has so much has happened because of that, mm-hmm. and we've become much better interviewers because of that. Mm-hmm. So I think that could be fun to talk about. Do you want to talk a little bit about yeah. that? Well, if we're just looking at f- uh, how far it's come since we've got guests on, that's been the last what, six months or so. Yeah, I'll um I'll check when the first like proper one was right yeah. now while you're talking. Um, so our first uh, guest episode, let's say this year, um, I think it was with Zach, and it was good. Um, it was a bit um, all over the place, like we weren't 100% sure on like our uh, interviewing skills, what questions to ask, which questions to sort of, that would dig a bit deeper. It wasn't Zach. Oh, who was it? Who was that first one? In, okay, it's kind of, it's kind of strange. So in January, 24th of January, we had Julian on Mm -hmm. um, and then we had Sam the week after and then we did a couple solo episodes and then we had Personal Strangers then Zach and Ian, and then it was oh. a live show. And then from then forward, we did only... Um, wow. Yeah. Um, we did... Oh, we did... We did two filler episodes where it's just us as well recently. We haven't... We've, we've done... A, we have not... <laughs> we totally lied. I forgot that we did two fillers while I was in the Netherlands. Yeah, I don't... What, do they count though? I mean, that We were expecting them. We were expecting that. True, yeah. We, those were expecting we had some time to, to plan those out. Yeah. This is this one is not planned out. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Um, okay, well, the first one being Julian. So that was That's January, and then from the first one that we did 
where we just kept doing guests after that was the 28th of February. Yeah. Well, Julian, I think, is a bit of an outlier. He is very good. He was very good at talking, I remember, in that episode. Yeah. And so that was a good one anyway, despite being the first of this run of guests. Mm. Um, and then, what was the next one? Personal Strangers? Personal Strangers. That one was probably one of the ones, looking back, where, yeah, we still weren't 100% sure what angles we were going to go down, um, where exactly we wanted to, like, poke at to get specific answers and, like, what answers we were looking for. Mm. Um, But that's probably how it's changed most in my head, is now we, like, we kind of know what answers we want before we go into a show and then (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah um or like we'll have a rough idea of their background um and their profession and then we kind of like oh you know this is answer that we'd like to get or kind of explore a bit more and then you can ask questions around that so i think we just missed that in the we started with stages. open-ended questions and now we very much do leading questions. Mm. So rather than being like, uh, what was your childhood like? It's like, people have said that your childhood has made your art really take a very <laughs> punk style. Would you agree with that sentiment? <laughs> it's very much like we kind of implant the idea in the head first, which mm. is an interviewee style. Yeah, It's not necessarily good or bad. It just... Sometimes we want to speci- we're looking for a specific answer and then we let them go from there. Mm. Or you can take the o- the other approach, which has happened once or twice, where it like turns into a bit of a therapy session. Yeah, and you say like, would you say that your childhood has affected your art? Yeah, and, and you make it, it like really like, open ended for them. And sometimes you can see their face go, oh, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> actually, yes, yes. That's good. <laughs> there are a couple like that. I think. I think the two biggest ones that fe- that felt like that for me were the ones with Over It Man and Germ. Mm, I think Over both it. of those, we, we got to that point where we were like, would you say that <laughs> that childhood made uh, emotion make art? And then they go, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then we've just sort of asked it ever since. Yeah. If you look... Listen hard enough, you can hear that we're dancing around that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's, which been is a, good there's been a couple of things that we've consistently started asking people hmm. in every episode. And I'd, I'll name a big one for me, and then you name a big one for you, yeah? Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to try not to choose the one that I think you're going to choose. <laughs> so the big one for me that I try to come back to is um, how they create specifically like not necessarily like how do you physically create but what is your mental process around creation Mm. um so like we did an episode with ashling frankie a little while ago and we talked a lot about how do you actually make music like not necessarily like oh i go into fl studios light and (laughs) i make a beat and then i like not that but more like do you have a ritual around it? Do you, you know, meditate for 30 minutes? and like, like all that sort of thing. So that's kind of where I try to go in terms of interviewing now. Yeah. Um, we found that trying to find specific examples was a bit like boring, dry. It was yeah. just kind of, there wasn't much well, substance the, to it. The group of people that that interests is much smaller. Mm. Like if you have an or if you have a producer on the show, 
obviously other producers are going to be really interested in the intricacies of how they EQ a song or whatever. I don't know mm. how they put, how they skidoink the sample. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but most people don't care. Like I wouldn't. I would tune out. Yeah. Yeah. A big one for me. I've got two. Um, one is if the person has studied, like uh, yeah. studied outside of school, I'll often ask, I like to ask why they decided to go that way or if they saw any value in that because some of the big things that you are kind of hear as a creative, as young creative, is that, you know, you don't need to study. Mm. Um, like you haven't studied and you're doing great. Yeah, well. financial like uh, career wise, yeah. Yeah, that, I, <laughs> that's what I mean. Creatives, creatives financially saying, are not doing. What were we saying before well. about therapy sessions? <laughs> is this I'm free just, or is I'm this? Prodding. <laughs> Can I bulk bill this? <laughs> yeah. No. Um. So yeah, I always ask like what value they saw in that, and if I don't know if there's any interesting things around that. Um. And then the other one is collaboration. Yeah. So I always ask something. Oh, you didn't even bring up the one that I thought you were going to bring up. Oh, what do you write? What What did you think? No, you keep talking about uh, collaboration um, a bit more. Yeah, I, well, collaboration is always super interesting and it's interesting to find everyone's view on it because I think that there's nothing better than it and you can't get the same work from an individual that you can from two. Like, I I think it's almost always better with more people. So, mm. oh, not more people, but with at least another mind on the project. Um, yeah, so I like to see what other people think and um, if they have any cool examples of where it's like gone so much better when they've had someone else there um and often you often you hear particularly with that um with Bria and I've forgotten his name but her producer James Teja Vu yeah James yeah um um particularly with them they were like saying how great it was since they started working together properly on this Mm. on that song that they were releasing, which, yeah. Radio. That's right. I was going to say Stocker, but that's... Which the Spotify mm-hmm. release is coming out this week, I think. Or oh, it really? will be out by the time this podcast is out. So go listen to that. So go listen to that. Um, yeah. The one that I thought you were going to bring up, which I want you to talk about, because this one was your idea to talk about more, mm. um, was how people's childhood impacts their art. Was it my idea? Yeah. Well, because I brought, I brought, I remember I brought it up initially in... Um, in, in it was up there. Gabe's yep. in Numpty's episode. Mm. Um, who miss you, Gabe? Um, yeah, but yeah, I, we I brought it up in that one, and then afterwards you were like, "That's really interesting. We should talk about that more." Yeah, well, I think that was that question in particular is an easy way to get a, just a lot more personal and to start going down that path. So you go from. Um, you talk about them and their work a little bit and then you can start talking about their background more. Mm. And when you ask, and often if you talk to someone just about their background, they'll go back to like when they started being a professional artist. So, um, you know, oh, when I graduated uni or finished high school or when I did my first gallery for, for painters or whatever, yeah. specifically. Um, but then if you start asking them about their childhood, it just opens a whole new world of like oh we can talk about I can talk about my parents on this thing now and then I feel like once someone opens up about something like that um, it's a lot easier to keep going and keep digging Mm. and getting more personal and then with that you can you get less of the stuff that they've thought about coming onto the show um, and more just raw 
things. So yeah, I've I definitely see value in asking that to just about everyone if we don't get there anyway. Mm. Um, yeah, which is a a good example um, for that question would be the one we had with the comedian. I'm ter- terrible Kieran with names. McLeod. No, uh, Daniel Holt. Daniel, that's it. Um, <laughs> so I'm so bad with names. I have them all in my head. <laughs> um, yeah, the one we have with Daniel, where we... I care about you. What? No, yeah, I care about that. Oh, people. yeah. I care Sorry. about the people I that do too. I just am bad with names. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm also bad with... Sorry, very quick tangent. Um, if someone has an artist name and then a real name, there's almost no way I'm going to remember. One like, of those two. I'll... I'll Possibly remember one. There's no way I'm going to remember the other. So it's either your real name or your artist name. There's a couple people that I know quite well now mm. that I don't know their actual name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the episode with Daniel. Um, we talked a little bit about his childhood earlier in the show, um, but we sort of kept coming back to it because we felt that there was more. Mm. Um, and then eventually we got to a point where he told us a story about his um, brother and that was the kind of the big moment of the show where it was like, whoa, okay. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I definitely like, think, yeah. In summary, I think that question just gets things a whole lot more personal and you get more raw content. Mm. So. Yeah. That feeds nicely into what I wanted to talk about next was I think that both of us now after doing this for a little bit, have kind of come up with our own formulas for how to conduct interviews. Mm. Um, And it's interesting because we've done them all together, but I feel like our formulas are really different, (laughs) which I really enjoy. And it makes the show super interesting because it it varies it because it's like in one episode, the first 10 minutes will be my formula and then the next 10 will be your formula. It's really cool. I really like how (laughs) that comes together. Um, But like one of the big ones, like I, I kind of, I think it'd be fun to share our formulas for how, how we think about yeah. like an episode. A- an episode in its entirety? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in broad terms. Like, I don't need you to be like, at 30 seconds in, I'm going <laughs> to ask them about their mother's cousin's left side's uh, brother. And then I'm going to put my left leg down and my right yeah. leg up. Actually, while, while you're thinking about that, because um, I have mine in my head already, but uh, mm. as a quick aside, um, something I want to out us really quickly. Oh, no. <laughs> what um, is this? <laughs> Because I know that this episode's going to get less listens than most of the other ones. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So, for those of you who are here, you'll notice this now forever. <laughs> Joe and I have a system within the oh, episodes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, where we were noticing in the early episodes when we had guests on the show that we would constantly be trying to get a question in and we would both speak at the same time. We were like, "That's like we can't do that. Mm. Um, so, we came up with this system where if one of us, if we're done talking... Like, well, if we ask a question and we're done talking, we'll just put the mic on our laps. And then the other person will start talking. And then the other person will start talking. If you're still doing a line of questioning and you want to continue the line of questioning, you just keep the mic where it is. Mm-hmm. And you just rest it, like, like uh, under your chin yep. or, or something like that. <laughs> um, and it has worked near flawlessly. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it is fun sometimes. You'll see us, like... You'll see us going up and down because it's like um, I'll start a line of questioning, then they go on a bit of a tangent. So I'll put my mic down now, and then they sort of bring it back. So like, oh no, I can keep going. And yeah. Then they go off again. It's like, oh no man. Yeah, and you're just going yep. back and forth and back and forth. Yep. And then there's been a couple times where like 
Joe will put his mic down and I'll bring mine up and they'll go, actually, no, I'll put mine down and they'll put yeah. it. It's just like this little dance that we do. It's really funny and it's like like just subtle enough that you can't really tell because yeah. um, it just looks like we're like f- fiddling with our mics. Mm. Uh, but that system has worked yeah. stupidly well for us. I don't know if you've noticed this too, but like if one of us has a question or like um, if a question's come from what our guest is saying and we pull the mic up to our mouth, they'll start to wrap up. Have yeah. you noticed that? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. So you get a little it bit of psychology. gives us a, yeah, a little more power. Yeah, it's like a talking stick. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> I talk now. <laughs> <laughs> my turn. Um, okay, so this is my formula for mm-hmm. how I how I format an interview. Yep. I'm gonna, uh, this is assuming that I have an hour, right? Mm. The first like five minutes is, is just introduction. So covering their bios, covering who they are, trying to get like a little bit of their personality in there. And then the next 10 minutes are split between two things. It's uh, like relationship building. Cause a lot of the time, like we haven't, either Joe hasn't met them yet or like I haven't seen them in a very long time or we've never met before. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, that 10 minutes is purely dedicated to like relationship building and getting them comfortable. Um, so that's like getting them to tell a stupid story or like yeah, okay. us or like having a moment like one we did with um, that worked really well was again the Ashling Frankie episode um, where we like this it was quite a bit later in that episode because we weren't a big tangent but we ended up talking about um, cool runnings for a little bit yeah <laughs> Uh, completely unrelated, but mm. it, it breaks that wall down a little bit and then they feel more comfortable to, to talk more. And then from that point, once I can tell that they feel comfortable, I start asking like more general questions about their career and their art and things like that. And then it gets slowly, slowly deeper as we go towards the end. And then towards the end, depending on like, I kind of gauge how I can, how like they feel because sometimes they'll feel like, they're, they're quite worn out or they're quite tired and they're, they're kind of over it. Mm. Or you can tell that they're still good for more, like they could keep going. Um, and if they're good and they still feel like they can keep going, I'll ask like harder and harder questions until we start wrapping up. Yeah. Um, so that's when I start getting into things like, um, you mentioned that your dad made you sad when you were a kid. Like how can, how did that impact your art? And do you, like one of the ones that we asked over at Man uh, right at the end that was quite hard for him um, which that was a fun episode too, because mm. on, on a side note, um, Zach over at Man, he takes really long pauses. <laughs> he's he's incredibly intelligent, mm. but it's because he thinks through everything that he says. So you'll ask him a question, and he'll just go hmm for like thirty seconds. Yeah, internal processing. Yeah. yeah, and then he'll go. So that episode is like there's like there was literally ten minutes of dead silence that I cut out of that episode. Wow. Um, Anyway, so for his episode, the, that question that I asked, the really hard one, was um, about whether or not he feels that his art was good enough to go into a gallery. Um, mm. So that's that's kind of an example of that. And then towards the end, I start wrapping it up with a bit more lighthearted stuff, and then we have our generic um, end questions that we yep. ask. Um, that's my formula, at least. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, well, we have kind of similar, because we've been interviewing together for so long. Mm. Um, but yeah, the beginning, I, I, hmm, the first 10 minutes is less, um, relationship building between us three or four and more just getting to know Mm. them and like making sure that the listener knows what they do or even me, I know like what they're doing, 
yeah where they've come from what like what they've done so like all the bio stuff and then you might ask a few more questions to work out what they're working on um, and that's probably 10 15 minutes um, and then from there um, yeah we get into the deeper stuff um, I don't know trying to asking questions about the childhood that's probably about the 30 minute mark um, and same thing if they start repeating themselves we'll try and pull that back out um, and go down a different line sometimes um, what I've found helpful is if um, if they're starting to repeat themselves a bit and looking a bit worn out um, we kind of let them go on a tangent or let the conversation get casual again mm. um, before we before I bring it back um, and yeah sometimes that happens with like you might start a casual conversation or something happens um, and then yeah I'm like okay now it's time let's try and bring it back let's try and get back into this in this 20 minute segment um, let's try and get back into the real uh, deep stuff mm. and then f- at about 40 minutes I see that as like you kind of have one more chance one more question of to reveal this big reveal the big like climax of the mm. episode um but then at 40 45 minutes that's wrap up so from there i don't see any point in asking any more deep stuff because we're just about to wrap up so yeah that's probably my rough formula mm. to that and then even in if i'm going down a a particular line of questioning I love to start with lots of context so I'll often ask a question that's like very broad and then just get narrower and narrower mm. narrower so yeah something that I really like that we've gotten it, it was hard at the start but that we've gotten a lot more comfortable doing is just not talking mm. like just asking a question and just letting them feel the dead air yeah um, which we really weren't that comfortable doing to start with. We constantly felt like we had to be asking questions and interacting and engaging with them. Hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't, we didn't even consciously talk about it. There was just a point where we were like, all right, we can shut up now and let <laughs> them talk. <laughs> yeah. And there has been a couple of episodes where we've probably asked like eight questions the entire show. Oh, yeah. Bria's was a really good one for that. Yeah. Like there's, there's been, a, yeah, there's been a couple of people we've had on where you put in a penny and you get a pound. Like, mm. It's great. I lo- like those are my favorite interviews. Yeah. Because I just I I get to listen to a podcast yeah. on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I don't know. And and it that's those are always the really cool ones cuz then I can gauge it while we're doing it. Mm. So I can kind of sit back and be like is this interesting enough? Is this engaging enough? And then change that depending on, you know, where we're at. Yeah. Or do we keep going? Are they repeating themselves? Mm. There's lots of there's lots of different things that go through your head when they're talking. Yeah. Um there's been a couple times where I've been thinking so hard about what's going to happen next and where we're at and things like that that I have forgotten to listen. Mm. And then I go, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know what to ask next. That's usually, that's usually when I go, let's go back to what you were saying before. Right, okay. Um, I'm going to listen for that now. Yeah. Whenever you say, let's go back, I'll be like, he wasn't listening. Because that's, that's usually because I've been trying to formulate a really good question in my head. And then I'm like, well, I got nothing else. <laughs> this is all I got. Sorry. Yeah. Do you find that um, when someone's talking, particularly earlier in the show, you might have like a little bank of questions in your head yeah. that have sort of come up and then <laughs> you've got to filter through and yeah. pick the best one? 
Yeah, hundred percent. This will do. What was the one? Oh, there was an episode a little while ago where we were like thirty minutes in, and I was like, I have nothing else. I am done. Um, uh yeah, that happens every now and then. Yeah. Oh, it's the oh, it was the, it was. This happened in two episodes. It was the one we did last week, uh, which isn't which will be out by the time this is up, but isn't out for us yet. Oh yeah, the one we did with Minette. Yeah. Um, about thirty minutes into that, I was like, that well, that was all my questions. That's all I got, and I was like, let's yeah. talk about Jurassic World for that was right for five That's minutes right. while I figure out what we're going to talk about <laughs> next. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that's that is the good thing about having a co-host though. Sometimes is that you can put it on a tangent and then be like, hopefully they have something to pull yeah, back. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Let's talk about something completely unrelated, and then fingers crossed, Joe has an idea. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and I I wouldn't I wouldn't do that if I haven't been do if I hadn't been doing a show with you for like over two years now. Because mm. I can I can gauge to a certain extent like when you're comfortable with something and when you have an idea and when you have like when you have a good question like a follow-up question mm. if it was someone new i would not do that <laughs> that would be so mean yeah yeah sometimes you have to give up your line of questioning too to let the other person oh yeah ask a question yeah yeah you go oh no i yeah i trust that your question is better than mine yeah and most of the time it is i've so. definitely had that a couple of times where i'm like uh, my follow-up question is shit. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking now and just hope that you have been thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fun. But it's... <laughs> that was a... Hang on, Zach moment. Okay. <laughs> just going to think about what we're going to say next. Um, you were thinking about what you are going to say next? No, no. Oh, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think we've learned a lot so far hmm. from interviewing people. And it's been really interesting. It's one of those things that you can't really, you can't, it's hard because you can research interviewing. You can learn about how to interview people and you can look it up and you can like learn as much as you want, but you're not going to learn unless you do it. Hmm. And it's, it's hard because it's scary to interview people. Yep. I remember that first episode we did with Gabe, I was shitting myself. Yeah. Um, because I was like, what if we don't do a good job? Like, we, you know, we've never properly, properly interviewed anyone like this before. Mm. We'd had people on as, like, guests, but we never interviewed them, if that makes sense. Like, we had Micah on a while ago, and we asked them questions, but it was less about, like, interviewing them and more just mm. having them on the show. Yeah, know? well, we were painting at the same time. Yeah. It was very chill. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm. It's been fun though. I like. I really, really like interviewing people, mm. and I think it was like a very natural step for the show to take. Um, and we've learned so much doing it. Yeah, I think also when you like, if you research how to interview, you can. There's plenty of stuff on what questions to ask this type of creative, like what questions to ask a musician. But then they're often very generic or they don't fit your demographic mm. like we often will interview young creatives and so there's a very different approach you have to take yeah. to that you can't be like what has been your biggest career achievement in the past 20 years it's yeah. like dog they've been active for four yeah like and what was your biggest mistake it's like well i haven't really made one yet i'm like yeah i i dropped the canvas once yeah yeah so that's been a really interesting thing for us to navigate as well i think is how to go about interviewing people that are still quite early in their career. Mm. Um, yeah. 
Which is interesting. Like, it's interesting. It's really interesting in a very different way than it is to interview someone that's very experienced. Um, I don't know. I think I think when we started, we came into it being like, we'll ask all these big questions about art and life and blah, blah, blah. But then a couple a couple interviews in, we were like, oh, like we, we need to gauge our questions based on their experience. Yeah. I think that was because of who our first guest was, uh, Maddie, mm. being... Well, just having a large following. I yeah. think we just thought, you know, she'd be doing it for ages, um, which we found out she hadn't either during the show. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. That was a fun little mm. recap of the last six months. Recap and how to interview. And how to interview, yeah. Mm. That was all out. We could have sold that. We could have made could a course and we could have sold that. That, lit- Yeah. But we didn't because we're good people. <laughs> You can interview. And you can f- interview too. <laughs> <laughs> if we can do it. <laughs> Anyone right. can. Um, so, Joe, we have a tradition on the podcast where when we have a guest on. Yeah? What? I'm yeah. stressed now. There's a tradition. <laughs> I have to do something? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to wrap it up. Do you have anything else you want to say? Uh, no. Wow. That's a surprise. Yeah, well, what do you expect? I, don't know, I thought you were going to pop something out. What should I do? What should I say then? Uh, what do you expect me to say when you ask that question at the end of the show? I don't know. I, I, I guess I think that you'd have something that you like haven't said yet or like a, a f- closing remark. No. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to or watching this episode of The Fresh. We hope you had a great time. Uh, check out all our other episodes with all our other guests uh, and we will see you next week. Also, uh, rate us on Spotify and stuff. Bye. 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 too fast. Yeah.